in the world of anime, there are all kinds of romantic relationships. Whether they come from ranges from small or large, cute, romantic, some of them can be so meaningful and impactful, they are ones that some of us will always remember up until our final days. But then there are some that are so toxic that either we just despise them so much or we just hate to love them. But the question remains, who are the most toxic anime couples that we just despise so much that people love but we just don't want to be like them in real life? Well, we've come to the right place. Hey guys, this is Jay from the Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. In this episode, we're going to be counting down 10 anim- toxic anime couples you shouldn't replicate. So sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. Ten. Yukiteru Amano and Yuno Gasai, Future Diary. Now, for those of you who know the anime Future Diary, you would already know who Yuno and Yukiteru are. From the f- fact that Yuno what in the lives of Yukiteru's behalf, even though it isn't necessarily the worst thing that she could ever done, they're basically participating in a survival game that requires them to do so. Not to mention, she is a yandere and would kill anybody that tries to stand in the way between her and Yukiteru, and she is trying to have him to herself at all costs. Which means she won't just kill people who threaten him, but also kill those who try to get too friendly with him, and will kill him, and will kill him himself if she thinks there's a chance that he's going to leave her. And if that doesn't say that this couple is very toxic, then I honestly don't know what else does. Nine. Sawa Nakamura, and not. Ananako Sake. Okay, so this is from an interesting anime that I don't think many would heard of. From the anime title, The Flowers of Evil, this is a couple that their relationship is just based all around blackmail. From this anime itself, Sawa saws Takao's stealing a female's pair of undergarments and blackmails him into a contract with her. And with this, she starts dating Nanako while on in the contract and manipulates him in using blackmail to justify treating him like a plaything and drags him into depths of chaos along with her and forcing him to wear her gym clothes under his own while going on a date with her and never leaves him alone while smiling. And even with all this and all this torture she's putting him through, this just goes to show that she basically doesn't have any remorse for all the torture that she's just putting putting Narako through. 8. Aki, Akito Soma and Sh- Shigure Soma. Fruits Basket. Okay, so for those of you who are fans of Fruit Basket, you would know 
of Akito and Shigure. This is a couple that are very toxic. And if you know of Akito, you would know why. Akito has a violent temper, possessive, and has a very abusive behavior that tore and traumatized members of the Soma clan. Shigure acted as a puppet master, enabling Akito's toxicity as he wanted to be in a relationship with her. And with this, many would argue if Akito's character arc forced the self-discovery of her actions of taking accountability of this and getting shoved into a relationship. Even with all of this and pulling everybody into all of this, including Toru, and into everything that he is going through, along with Akito and what they're going through in this toxicity. Number 7. Sakura Haruno and Sasuke Uchiha, the Naruto franchise. <laughs> yeah, you already saw this one coming for these two, but come on. What's to say about these two? From the beginning of Naruto, Sakura was fawning over Sasuke, even though he had no interest in her, and she kept on ignoring Naruto even though she, he had an interest in her. Even though he little did he know that Hinata was always interested in him. But I digress. Sasuke always dismissed her and insults her, calling her annoying. Which I mean, come on, it's kind of a thing that some that twelve year olds would do. But again, I digress. But there was even a point where he attempted makes an attempt on her life. But even with all this, she forgives him. And we've with that she still loves him and they get married and have a child, Sadra. But with all this, he doesn't even recognize his own daughter. And even though he's been away for years on missions, he doesn't as mentioned he doesn't remember his daughter and them only and them trying to build their relationship of what it is to be is basically shattered and honestly I don't really know how things are going to be with them trying to build up what their love is to be even though people would think that they're a power couple and honestly Hinata and Naruto are a better power couple I mean screw Sasuke and Sakura they can go and cheer for them all they want but honestly no Number six, Sato Matsusaka and Shio Kobe. Happy Sugar Life. Okay, so those of you who have never seen Happy Sugar Life, then this anime was a bit of a roller coaster of an anime being in the horror scene. But for those of you who don't know, then this, these two are a couple that just screams toxicity. Especially with the relationship between a teenage girl and a small child that she kidnapped. From an abusive family, she ended up, kip and she ended up ki getting kicked out by her own mother, and Sato took her in. But instead of finding an adult who could probably take care of her, 
she takes on the role of being a mother herself and doesn't become a teenage adoptive mom but instead it develops romantic feelings for her and and if anyone tries to separate them she would basically end the life of anybody who tries to do so even Shio's brother who loves and cares about her in the in a non-toxic way but this all ends when at the end they both jump off of a roof and even though Sato passes away Shio survives but even though she is upset that Sato passed away she still is in love with her which just shows how much of that toxicity just drove into her into her mind 5 Chi Chi and Goku Dragon Ball series <laughs> another toxic couple on the list that is from a shonen series but enter Goku and Chi Chi a power couple that many people often idolize a lot but yeah they're nothing compared to a healthy couple from the beginning of their childhood, when they were kids, Chi-Chi asked Goku if they, if she, if he would ever marry her, and Goku, even though he had no idea what marriage was, thinking it was some type of food, actually said yes. Even though it was much of a shock to Chi-Chi, but they still got married. But their ideals of raising Gohan is completely but backwards. Chi-Chi wants them. Gohan to continue with his studies, while Goku is more focused on his training and wants to focus more on getting stronger. While their priorities are completely different from one another, you don't even other see them being so intimate or lovey-dovey with one another. And it makes you wonder, how in the hell do they have Gohan and Goten when they've never kissed? And yet Vegeta had to explain to Goku what kissing was. Yeah, somehow, some way, Chi Chi does not like get kisses, and yet she watched that she doesn't need to pack kisses from Goku. Which again, I mean, hey, tough lady don't want to get kisses from her husband. That's fine, but I mean, it's fine to get a peck on the cheek every once in a while. Number four, Vince Smoke Judge and Vince Smoke Sora, One Piece. That once again another another shonen jump couple that is on the list that just screams toxicity. But for those of you who are familiar with the whole cake arc, you would know who Vince Smoke Judge and Sora are. As the parents of Sanji, they are a couple that once again screams toxicity. Judge believe Judge has the belief that humans are valuable for their strength. And emotions are wasteful and pointless. Sora, on the other hand, is the complete opposite, where she believes that emotions are more important than physical power. But he believe, but with this, he actually once did an experimental surgery on on Sora to alter the brains of their unborn children, being the quadruplets. But Sora decided to counteract this surgery 
combined with a strain of that, and drinking a medicine to counteract this, but at the cost of ruining her health and leading to her passing away. But even after this, he didn't seem to feel much regret of her passing away due to this and having taken control over the kids, and abusing Sanji who did not get the effect of the of the surge of the com of the surgery that was used on the soup on his sister and older brothers. Number three, Mayagami and Misamane. Once again, another one that's added on the list, and many people are very very familiar with these two. But enter Mayagami and Misamane. From the anime Death Note, Mayagami has proven he is incapable of being in a healthy relationship with anybody. And Misa Mane, she is too good to be within to be with Lyagami to begin with. The relationship from the start it began with Misa tracking Light down and find and introducing herself and thanking him for killing the guy who murdered her parents two years ago. And from this, it all falls into a huge web where she then begins to fall in love with him and decided that not only they're dating, but to dedicate her existence to helping him kill all the criminals and to dedicate her life to Kira. Even though he's skeptical, he realizes he can use her for his whole being in a new whole new world. Now, and this is basically all for manipulation and just to use her as a liability. Now, if this is a scream toxicity, then honestly, I honestly don't know what else does. Number two, Makoto Itao and every girl, and practically every girl he knew in school days. Alright, so for those of you who have not seen the anime School Days, then you would probably know what I am talking about. But in the anime School Days, it, start, it begins with a main character, Makoto Itao, who is basically, well, I will just say that this is basically a, one of those harem anime where he basically is wants to date one girl, but she isn't really act interested in wanting to sleep with him. But then he starts to sleep with another girl by the name of Sakai. But then he's who helps sets him up with the same girl who he wanted to date, which is Kotonaha. But then she begins to become uncomfortable with the idea and wants to break it off, unless he's honest with her. But then he starts to sleep with every sing every girl he meets and lies to about to them about his intentions. Then it all falls down from there and they all dump him because he refuses to talk to Sakai, who makes a claim that she's expecting a child. And all ex with this, all except for Kotonaha is obsessed with him. And by the end of the series, we see that 
Sakai is frustrated with him and kills him. And his body is is decapitated with with Sakai leaving on a sailing away on a boat, cradling Makoto's head. Number one, Shizuku Mizutani and Haru Yoshida. My little monster. Alright, so this one is a couple that I put number one for one very, very good reason. From the anime called My Little Monster and based off of the manga series itself, this is a couple that nobody should replicate. From the M from the first episode, right off the bat, Haru threatened to to SA Shizuka Shuku in the very first episode. And for some odd reason she still hangs out with him. In real life, it is in a it's not something that one would want to go forward with and it would be considered to be illegal for many many reasons but this is basically used to be seen as humorous and adorable but in real life it is not but for some reason it is said that it's be argued that they are the girls are capable of fixing or taming violent men and in real life these kind of situations are something you should never do. It doesn't work. And it's dangerous of attempting to fix someone because either one, someone ends up getting hurt, or two, someone could end up six feet under. And what's so weird about the, about the series is in the manga, the two end up getting married afterwards. How does this even work? I don't know how this works, but for some reason they end up as being number one as the most toxic anime couple. So, who is your favorite toxic anime couple that you love but also despise. Is there anyone on the list that I haven't mentioned? Let me know in a questionnaire that I'll be posting on Spotify at the end of the episode. And for those who have stuck around towards the entirety of the episode, thank you so much for listening. And as always, whether or not you believe in the Terminator or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I will see you next time for a brand new episode. Later!